0: Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Rhythmic. Berto will be your host. Thank you so kind for being a part of the show. We are going to have a great show for you today. As usual, that's what we say, that's what we hope, that's what you do, because you are the ones that make this show what this show is all about, which is about us all in La Republica de los Estados Unidos, in the United States of America. Anyhow, today we are going to talk a little bit about the gun issue again. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, employment, and we're going to talk mostly about whatever it is that you want to talk about that you bring.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
0: Up in the chat. Uh, but before I even get started, before I start welcoming people, before I start doing all these things, I want to ask a question. Uh, how, I, depending on what occurs uh, and what I decide to do at KPFT, I want to know if you guys want an interactive program as well, the way we do it with telephones at KPFT. I think I asked this questions in several different ways before. I want to do it again because uh, it's going to require me to go ahead and make a few purchases to take care of that. So i want I want to make sure that that as we increase our wattage, if you will, that more people would call into this new number if we so go ahead. And invest. So give me your thoughts. I would be interesado. If you don't, if you're too shy to say it here, you can always say it by sending me an email to info at politicsdoneright.com. Last night was a great night. We saw five of the seven uh potential Houston mayors. I went ahead and did that. Uh, no, no, I, it, it's uh, uh, it is going for the three to three to, uh, three to the four show that, that we're talking about, running. So no, 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 there's there's no there's no talk about me changing this time at all. You are the PDR posse, remember that. <laughs> Everything else that isn't the PDR posse is around the PDR posse. So if you guys decided that you wanted the time change as a collective, that's what we would do. But right now, if you notice when we when we did the extra shows at KPFT, we made sure after you guys voted, remember that's what it was all about. All after you guys voted, it meant doing more shows, but we stayed right here at 3 Central 4 Eastern. Uh 1 Pacific. So, no, this is your show, guys. And I really mean that. The only the only way I would do something that I'm um, that with time in is if for some reason I just had to, had to do that, and I don't foresee that at this time. I'm trying to find a video that I did that, I, that I'm going to be including. Okay. All right. Estamos aquí. Anyhow, let's see. Welcome aboard, Michael Rotten. Welcome aboard. Uh, who else is here with us? Welcome aboard, May Wood. Welcome aboard, Eric Hayes. Welcome aboard, Bridge MCP. Welcome aboard, Wide Awake. You're woke. You're wide awake. You're woke. Also with us this afternoon is the one and only John Cotter. that is our local hero that I would wish to see someday, either in the state Senate, the House of Repre- the House of Representatives, or represented us, I don't know, maybe in Washington, you know, like our good friend in Dallas finally bit the bullet and did. That would be great. I like when they're great people out there, great young folk out there doing the job and getting it done. So, hey, John, kind of a message here. You know, I think Congressman John, Senator John, all that kind of stuff sounds good. And that goes for you too, Mr. Rudnan. We need to get some of the posse's out there. Paul Fleming, interested in running? Out there doing some stuff, right? It was great seeing all the wonderful democrats out there when we um, actually went and had that that um, forum as usual Jaime Rodriguez political consultant was excellent in his questioning all I said when I was out there is ha 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 I don't want that guy questioning me don't interviewing me because he really asks some difficult questions that you know I, I'll give you one uh you want to be in politics who do you know who have you been in touch with? Take out your cell phone. Call one of your political friends right now and tell them you're here and let us talk to them. Wow. But I loved it. Uh, let's see. I hope our Houston mayo race goes like Chicago. I hear you, buddy. I hear you. El Progresista. I think so. Can happen. Anyway, let me get started. Uh, let me see first if I got to get anybody. Melanie Keelan, late, but here, you're not late, beautiful. You're not late at all. And that's Melanie Keelan from Barcelona, Spain. Anyhow, let's get busy. Michael Rodney says, Just got home, was hel- was helping my 101-year-old uncle. Oh, you're from Long Livers. Uncle installed mosquito-proofing six screens to his apartment window tops. The chair was standing on broke right under me, and I fell and somehow landed feet first. Yes, I'm fine. Feels like there's a indeed and d joke about rolling a natural 20 on an acrobatic balance check in there are you get are you starting to have a propensity to fall my dear brother i know i know you just kind of felt hey i didn't know you had all those mosquitoes up i hope you're talking about an apartment on the floor level i hope the mosquitoes don't fly up to the third fourth and fifth levels out there anyhow uh because you know we got we got some powerful mosquitoes here in houston anyhow from common dreams world's 60th largest banks have dumped $5.5 5.5 trillion dollars into fossil fuels since Paris Accord. Since 2016, the year the Paris Agreement took effect, the world's 60 largest private banks have provided 5.5 trillion dollars in financing to the fossil fuel industry, contravening their pledges, uh, contravening their prep pledges to put themselves and their clients on a path to net zero greenhouse emissions as the window to avert the worst effects of the climate crisis rapidly closes. In 2022, alone, the world's biggest private sector bank still financed coal, oil, and gas to the tune of $673 billion. The report notes, even as the fossil fuel industry raked in a record $4 trillion in profits and in Russia invasion of Ukraine, which sent energy prices soaring. I'm going to pause right there. I'm going to pause right there. It drives me crazy, my dear brothers and sisters. For us to continue to buy, including common dreams. I hope that's a quote. I hope that is a quote and not common dreams uh, saying that the Russian invasion of, of, uh, of Ukraine is really responsible for the price of oil that we are paying in the United States. Because, yes, they had shortage of gas as the pipeline was shut down in that area. But there was ample supply just distributed incorrectly. But it should not have affected the pricing in the United States. It affected the pricing in the United States because they could. Because they could use that as an excuse. As long as we continue to tell the American citizenry that the reason our prices are high is because of a supply chain problem. It's because of a gas, uh, uh, because of uh, of Russia invading ukraine as we continue to put that into the psyche of people they become accepting of those ideas accepting of the lies even as they see when they turn to CNBC and they watch wall street with the profits going through the roof while well, it is your money they're profiting from this is not money's going to these things and there was never a shortage i asked everybody Everybody, I've been asking for over 13 months. How long have I been back in Houston? From the time that I was in D.C. to back more than 18 months, I've been asking everybody. Did you ever go to a gas station and not find gasoline? Did you ever go to a gas station and bought less gas? Did you change the consumption of your gasoline that much or because we had money in our pockets from several good things that during the pandemic, we didn't spend a lot of money going out to eat. We didn't spend a lot of money on on many other things we would have spent on. So we had some extra cash. So the gas bill, as high as it was. We still bought the gas and they still had the gasoline to supply us. They still had the natural gas to supply us. We never had a shortage. We have to get away from listening and allowing progressive rags to write this stuff. Because Americans start to believe it. There was never an oil shortage. There is no oil shortage. Okay, it is it is it is very important that we get that. When I said quote, I mean whether it was common dreams quoting some other uh, institution or whatever. I don't I didn't mean quote from you, brother Rudnan. All right. All right. Uh, In 2022 alone, the world's biggest private sector banks still finance coal, oil and gas. I read that already. Sorry. Notably, the banks poured one hundred and fifty billion dollars into The 100 corporations doing the most uh, to ramp up fossil fuel production worldwide, including TC Energy. Total.
1: This episode is brought to you by Shopify. (coughs) Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system.
2: Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down so to help us we brought in a reverse auctioneer which is apparently a
0: thing mint mobile unlimited premium wireless ready to get 30 30 30, get 30 ready get 20 20 20 bet you get 20 20 ready get 15 15 15 15 just 15 bucks a month
2: so give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 dollars up front for
1: three months plus taxes and fees promo rate for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com
0: Energy venture energy venture global conoco and saudi aramco And now Saudi Aramco has taken a million barrels off the the market to try to increase prices above 80 bucks. Of the 60 banks profiled in the analysis, 49 have committed to achieving net zero emissions by 2050. The value of such promises is questionable, however, because those 49 banks provide 81% of the financing to the the 100 fossil fuel expanders. I told you I'm dyslexic. Fossil fuel expanders in 2022. Key areas of growth include oil and gas extraction in the rapidly warming Arctic and the beleaguered Amazon rainforest, offshore drilling, fracking, liquefied natural gas export infrastructure in the Gulf, U.S. Gulf South, and coal mining and power plants. It is sad because all of that, you know, is true. And like we, like I say all the time, the titans of finance, the masters of capitalism. They don't care about the environment. Let me tell you how they think. They think they can burn all the carbon in the ground. And yes, they don't don't think they don't believe in climate change. They do believe in climate change. It just doesn't affect them, they think. They believe they can live in their gated communities. They believe they can live in their reinforced homes. They believe all these things can happen. And then what they also believe is that they will make those profits as they pollute the water, as they destroy the ground, as they throw things up into the air. They will they will, they don't mind doing that and profiting from that. Because they know they're also going to be paid to clean it up they are going to be paid to clean it up they're going to be paid to for all the changes they're going to be paid more when we have to build different structures they will be they're paid on the way up and on the way down i wish i wish we would understand what this economic structure is all about it's all about profiting from absolutely everything you're dead you're dying we profit from your debts we we cause you to get cancer with benzene we profit from healing you from the cancer it is we do all these things that create all these externalities from the product that we created when asked that look yeah all of us need to burn the oil to survive because we created an oil economy before all these things were known by the masses so we understand that but none of that is priced into the, the cost of fuel. None of that is priced into the economic system for a pain not effected by the people themselves. The article. Sorry about yapping and ranting on that, but the article from El Senor Rudnin really hit a nerve this afternoon. All right. Second article. Rainforest Action Network new report. Canadian bank RBC. The number one financier of fossil fuels, world's biggest bank, continued to pour billions into fossil fuel expansion. The same article? April April Merlot, research and policy manager at Rainforest Action Network, wrote, our window of opportunity for keeping global warming at 1.5 degrees, closing fast, it's over actually. We need a people-centered energy transition now. On, on now. Profits now are a false economy because we simply cannot afford to continue burning fossil fuels. The cost down the road will be devastating. Fossil fuel companies are the ones dousing the planet in oil, gas, and coal, but big banks hold the matches. Without financing, fossil fuels won't burn. And we could actually, we could convert. I use this example all of the times. When I fly over every major city, when I fly over every ranch, the one thing I see are... Hundreds of millions of square meters of roof that are nothing more than power-generating stations. You know, people always say, there's not enough land to put up enough, uh, enough of these photovoltaic cells to produce electricity. That's not true. Every home is a power generator. Every home. And if we decided to make it policy, then it would occur. But we won't make it policy because the fossil industry would always find a way to convince those that are feeble-minded to think that we just have to burn fossil fuels. We can't start that transition to where we need to be now. And we can. But it takes a will. It takes education. We have to educate our populace To understand this and not allow the right to generate the narrative of cost. And given that America has a sovereign dollar, we can spend ourselves into energy independence away from fossil fuels. We have the ability to do that. All right, let me start reading because I'm running behind. Bridge MCP says, the agency is not mandating a certain number of electric cars being sold, but it's setting tighter pollution standards for new cars and trucks with model years 2027 through 2032. In essence, pushing car makers to sell a lot more electric vehicles in order to meet the new emission standards. The standards for emission are based on the size and type of vehicle being built, and the EPA says the companies will have to produce 67% all electric cars to follow the new rules, but the standards... Also allow car makers to find other ways to meet the emission rules. You see, we're always catering to the business class. Their earth is about to burn to smithereens, but we cater to them. We have to sugarcoat the policies so that they can accept it. All right, you can find a way. We want the standards here. We're not going to make it too tough, but find a way to get there. We think it's going to be electric cars as a standard to get there, but if it can't be electric cars... Just go ahead and get hundred miles to the gallon of petrol. My God. When are we going to take away the Lord, thy savior from the corporations and start remembering that it's we who count when. All right. Uh, Wide awake says hi to everyone. And Eric Hay says, how embarrassing is handlers won't let him answer softball questions. How much more do you have to watch? You got to explain. I'm not going to go to that Facebook page while I'm doing the program. So you may want to go ahead and give us because it's going to go unlooked at. Bridge MCP says, Michael, it was just announced. See my comment. Uh, Let's see what else we got. Eric K says, Whole Foods gone from San Francisco due to all drama and keep workers safe. Coming from leftist news tools. Who cares if if, if, uh, Whole Foods goes? Let them go. I tell you what, that is the issue. Oh, we don't want to pay our workers. We'll just shut shop and leave. So get the hell out. You know, I, I, we have to start playing hardball with corporations who think we revolve about around them as opposed to them providing us a service that we desire. You see, we get it all wrong. When Starbucks says it doesn't want to... Well, we'll read that letter a little bit later. But, but the idea, let me just say this. When Starbucks want to deny unionization when most of us know that the only way to keep a company honest is to have unions yes you have good bosses here and there but the only i don't i don't want to be dependent on somebody's heart i want to be dependent on the law and on we the people that's what it's all about all right let's see tony busby all the way for mayor needs stability yeah you want a charlatan to be mayor so so be it if you want to but it's not going to happen in our city Alright, what's what's happening with the radio show, Egberto? Uh, oh, nothing, nothing, nothing. Uh, they haven't made the, any of the changes uh, yet, uh, Bridge MCP. But again, like I said, uh, it, I, I, I think you're talking about the radio show on air radio. But if the changes doesn't fit with, uh, you know, commensurate with what our program has brought to the uh, to the station, right? Uh, why would we want to, you, you know? St- stay, right? I mean, uh and again, so that, that is that is sort of the, the, the way I, I, I interpreted it. it. It all depends on whether uh your show, because a lot of you now are are actually participants in the program on air now. In other words we've 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 brought a whole family to the station uh since um you know since since we've back we've been back on air, you know. And and, and again so we we, we want our we want our people respected. All right. Uh, let's continue here. Um, para ver, para ver, para ver, para ver. Melanie, I just I spoke to you. Carl Cox says, Key, key lime cheesecake is the best dessert. I love it too, man. Yeah, Egberto, He's on the third floor. How the heck did you guess that? I don't know. I just guessed, man. You know, but the, the, are your mosquitoes that powerful that they like to fly up to the third floor, man? Or... Is, or is it people bringing it on their clothes or something? I don't know. Eric case, says, I thought on the previous administrations, America would have gotten out with strength and dignity and no one dead. Wishful thinking. Ask Reagan how good that worked for him in, uh, where was it? In Lebanon. Please do. Taliban now are, you know, the problem that we have, right? And, 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 and I find this more with people on the right. Is our historical window is here. History is expansive, but their historical window is right here. And that is why they can feel safe doing so much evil because they work within that context when there is this context to work with. It's amazing. What you know, when Eric says something like uh, like some like maybe some great. Republican president would be able to move people without being killed. Let's just look at Reagan's eight years and see how many of our military. One particular incident in Lebanon lost us 200-something people. So please, Eric, expand your historical horizon. It, it would be helpful and it makes, it makes learning so much better than when you're from a window of ignorance, Right. And I say that with love, and pl- with love and respect. But ignorance is a word that means you just don't know. All right. Uh, let's see what else we got here. I Just like, by the way, I'm ignorant of a, of a lot of things. But when I'm found to be ignorant, I will tell you, thank you for correcting my ignorance. I have no problem in folks correcting my ignorance. Many of you have already. All right. Thumbs up, peeps. Yeah, please give us those... Uh, fossil fuel companies getting rich, which people are being killed by Russia. Yep, John Carter says, "Yep, it's pure greed." John Carter, you're absolutely right. Eric Hayes says, "Who here is all green, no fossil?" There are none of us. It has to be systemic. But I'm not going to repeat that again because I think you're, you know, you're like those folks that you have to keep repeating everything, my brother. You know, I love you, but you you want us to repeat this stuff every time, over and over again, again. It has to be systemic. Egberto, none of that is, quote, feel free to take it up with common dreams and author Kenny Stansel. I probably will. All right, no money in the pockets now. Eh, Egberto? Nope, my pockets are empty. Michael Royce, Egberto, Kenny Stansel wrote about this last month. A BP Shell announced they would be diluting their emission reduction targets and expanding fossil fuel production after big oil enjoyed record-breaking profits in 2022 as Russia's invasion of Ukraine disrupted global energy markets, and gave firms an excuse to hike prices. Climate scientists have made clear that such decisions are, as the United Nations Secretary General Antonio Gutierrez, actually it's Guterres. I always thought it was Gutierrez, Gutierrez put it earlier this year, inconsistent with human survival. Yeah, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. All right, Egberto, is current administration making any attempt to fill back the reserve he sold off for political reasons? First of all, he didn't sell it off for political, well, actually, you know what, you're right. He sold it off for political reasons. Ideally, you would have let these charlatanes, let the price zoom all the way up. And in an economic, let me, let me give economics 101 for a second here. I'm going, to, I'm going to talk out of two sides of my mouth. I hate the idea that the increase in gasoline prices are going to hurt the American people. Because they're going to continue to use their liquid liquid availability of, of assets of money to pay for that higher gas to the oil corporations, right? Ideally, we would get what happened in 1979, right? We stopped using the big cars and all the cars started to become, or not all, a large percentage of the cars started to reduce in size, which means they used a lot less energy. So ideally, when these charlatanes increased the price of oil, we should just stop using it, right? And it would be, it had a it would have a dual effect. Remember during the pandemic, what the skies of Beijing looked like, what the skies of Paris looks like, looked like. It was clear and blue. Shows you it doesn't take much time for the earth to start healing. Right? So ideally that would happen, right? Ideally that would happen. But that's not what happens, and that's why I fight for them not raising the prices because I understand that. America uses, think about energy first not and conservation uh, second because it's such difficulty because we don't have a systemic form in which to do that. Otherwise, we could. But ideally, when the prices go up, we use less and things would be just fine. And then that would force them to put it down. According to economics now, if they did not rush to drop the prices after a certain point, something known in economics as demand destruction would occur. And when demand destruction occurs, it does not ramp back up to the point it was before. And that is the biggest fear of oil corporations, demand destruction. And what I'm saying is we need to create artificially, demand destruction by making that concerted effort where we can to carpool where we let me give an example of what I did um I needed we ran out of paper towels we only buy our paper towels at Costco because we can buy it in bulk and buying it at let's say HEB costs more than buying it at Costco so what I you know I told the family I look don't worry about it don't go to HEB don't go buy or spend more money on this thing and i won't run just to costco which is you know 20 minute ride back and a 20 minute ride back uh, i'm not going to just do that to get the paper towels that we need now please just use napkins and other things for a couple of days on my way to kpft which i have to pass costco i will go in get it put it in the car go to kpft come back we'll all be happy with the with with it would turn in a trip that we would have turned into a two or three trips into one. Save me gasoline. Save the environment. Save me money. We are a convenient society where we kind of don't think that way. We just go out and do things because we're free loving people. We had electric cars and solar power. We could easily do that without having an adverse effect, right? But I am I'm trying to teach myself to do those things more often. And I'm trying to convince my wife and daughter to do these things more often. In other words, make one trip serve what you would have maybe gone a place, come home, gone back a place, come home. We also have those bags in the cars. Every car has it now that can hold cold stuff. So, you know, a lot of times you go to the store, you buy cold stuff and you say, ah, I got to go home to put this up before I go back and do this other shopping, Right. Not anymore. We have stuff that we keep in the car, keep it cold. That way, that one trip can serve the entire purpose. And if all of us started to do that, we would create what's known as demand destruction. And demand destruction will force the lowering of the price of oil. The question is, will you then change your habits? I think when you learn that your time is valuable, you'll realize that doing things that way is much more efficient. So as it turns out, I spend most of my time behind the screen processing videos, and that, and, and writing blogs, writing my my sixth book, right. And when I want to get things, uh, Amazon bad company I know, but they're efficient, right? Because their truck are labeled to use the least amount of gas possible when they're delivering. So believe it or not. Even the way we shop now, when you, when, you, when you have 10 people in one neighborhood that orders their groceries online and you have somebody who picks the groceries and then delivers it, there is one trip that comes that route for, for delivery of the products. As opposed to 10 different people driving to the store and 10 different people driving back from the store. So, there are a lot of efficiencies there. And we can turn a bad company into doing good. So... Anyhow, that's my spiel. John Carter says, they knew about climate change decades ago, but actively worked to mislead the world to continue profiting. We actually showed many of that, those articles in other earlier shows. Egberto, here's the point those, uh, of those articles I shared at the start of the show. It's a point that needs to be shared with drill, baby drill conservatives. If fossil fuels co- uh, corporations were not subsidized, we would have already gotten off the fossil fuels years ago after renewables became what? I think that message came out loud and clear, Brother Rodnin. Loud and clear. Uh, climate criminals who have gotten away with the debts of millions, all for short-term profit. Yeah, Fossil fuel industry from Carl Cox. Fossil fuel industry make megabucks killing people all over the world, including America from Carl Cox. Eric Hayes says, it's better to convert your life free of fossils than tell us how good that worked out. Well, when it's systemic, it'll, it'll work out just fine. John Carter said, I'm producing more electricity at my home than I use and I have an electric car. John is my idol. I can't afford to do what John has done thus far. But let me, let me just give, uh, give you an issue with this because here's the deal. John, John researched the panels. John researched the car and everything and now he's net neutral, right? All of us, given... The subsidies, instead of giving these subsidies to oil companies, instead of giving these abatements to corporations, if we invested all those things and by the way, we could still give all those abatements and still print money to put these solar panels up, right? We could. And guess what it wouldn't do? Guess what it wouldn't do. It wouldn't depreciate our money because here's what would happen: if we went ahead and reduce everybody's cost right? Everybody's cost for energy. They will have more money to spend. But there's one other thing that, that, that folks don't tell you and I've been talking about this a long time. We also have more productivity. You only get inflation. I can print as much money as I want. As long as there are the things that I want to buy available. And if there's high efficiency, they will. And by the way, since we buy a lot of services, somebody you'll have more money to get your food delivered. You have more money to eat out. All these things are people-powered things that are us serving each other. They're not inflationary. More, More restaurants are open because more people are eating out. There are so many, many things that we could talk about. All right, Ruddin wants something on the screen. Let's go ahead and put it on the screen. All right, let's go here. This time I won't forget to throw it on. Uh, Surface area required to power the world. Uh, With zero carbon emissions and with solar alone. And wow, in other words, amazing. You put it in in the Southwest. You put it in Brazil. You put it in Chile. Is that Chile or Argentina? I think that's Chile. You also put it in uh, India. Yeah, I got you. I got you. But they don't want you to know that. By the way, um, I don't want you guys to see those things as small dots. That's a hell of a lot of surface area. We're talking probably about 0.25% of the earth if you aggregate all those black spots. That's my guess, 0.25%. Okay, 1980 base and actual use, 207, 368 square kilometers. Uh, 2030 projection, 496, 805 square kilometers. So let's call it half a million square kilometers. Not a lot compared to the surface of the air earth at all. And uh, with that, of course, you'd have to have some back in store. Back in store meaning batteries, pumps, maybe to throw water up a hill so that when there's no um, sun, the water runs the turbines, that kind of a stuff. It's all possible if we have the will to do it our biggest hindrance from getting this done is capitalism. The, the government would have to capitalize this and that we have to beg the private sector to come along the ride. They like to call themselves um, their stakeholders. They're not stakeholders. We are the stakeholders. They are the servants and we have to remind, remind them that that's the case. All right, Egberto, here's a point. I got. I read that already. I put that on the screen for Brother Redmond. All right, uh, Eric Hayes says, good for you and joy, but forcing others not so good. You know what? Forcing others uh, is, is good if others are poisoning us. In other words, we should not be willfully poisoned. If folks can't see the light, and by them not seeing the light, they poison us at that point. Your actions are affecting me. Remember why I said I want to legalize drugs. People can do drugs in the privacy of their home as long as they're not driving because they can harm me and you and all, everybody else. As long as they're not doing anything to harm others. I'm for that. But just burning fossil fuel because I can. No. No. All right, Eric says, you don't even have the grid infrastructure for you to ramp. We don't have any of this. That's the idea. You have to, you have, to have the will to get it done. And by the way, if we're going to rebuild the grid, we may consider not throwing a whole lot of that crap over, uh, over, overhead, but burying it in long, sustainable cables that would last several hundred years, right? And we can do all of this stuff, but you have to have the will. The problem is our current economic system cannot do that. They ca- our current economic system is not designed to work collect for the collective good of humanity. That, that's just the bottom line. And I repeat this, and you guys can use this phrase. The current economic system is not conducive to create a collective society that is needed to work Together, to alleviate our problems. That's the bottom line. And until we modify the economic system to do that, nothing changes. Because you get the terminologies that people use. You know, there is a person that comes to our show all the time that calls me a that tells that he attacks me for justifying for for justifying monetarist. I understand where he's coming from, but he also has to understand where the most people's indoctrination is coming from and that we are all already indoctrinated and until then nothing can change bruce Pollard says last four letters of starbucks bucks actually no brother i think you forgot the k or isn't isn't starbucks with a k yeah i think so i think help me out deborah meyer says hello egberto bridge fellow progressives welcome aboard bridge carl cox says co-ops are best types of businesses because employees own their own business make good living good pay health insurance vacation etc yeah you own something you, you believe in it all right let's see it's new york egberto so new york bugs fly babes i learn something every day i'm trying to remember if while i was in new york in august if i got bit i was in the middle of a forest in uh upstate new york beautiful you would never when you think in new york you think of concrete city But upstate New York, all in that Hudson River Valley, man, it's beautiful out there. I took the train all the way to the resort where we had our panel. My God, it's beautiful out there. Uh, The Bridge Alliance supported that program. It was really great. As we keep telling you, no one has ever said you have to quit fossil fuels immediately and cold turkey. But we do need to start the transition now. Will take years, perhaps decades, to completely, if ever, replace fossil fuels. We'll always need fossil fuels for things like, um, you know, we don't even need it for fertilizers if we if we change our modal. But there are, there are certain things that hydrocarbons are, you know, instead of having to recreate hydrocarbon back into what we want, we can use the hydrocarbons that are already there. Right? All right. Wow. Uh, it looks like the show today is going to be mostly you guys. Thank you, because I lost my. I got locked out of my, um, my um, account today and I'm still trying to get in and I spent three hours trying to get in and talking to Microsoft and we're still figuring it out. Anyhow, paravet, 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 paravet. Mike C-Sack says, for EV production, we'd have to up our mining of minerals production tenfolds. I agree, which is a thousand percent higher than we are now. This is impossible since we're already at peak production. No, we're not. Just like they used to tell us we're at peak oil, right? No, we're not. We're not. Let's give an example. If we're at peak production, we have three million people trying to get into the United States of America right now. I think that's what—that's the last count I heard. Three million. I could be wrong, but let's say it's three million. All these people are looking for work. We have enough resources around the world. We have the wherewithal around the world to pay the mining. And by the way, some of those rare earth, as people don't know this. But a lot of that rare earth we have in the Northwest, or rather in the Southwest. Okay? So no, it's not at all impossible. What we need to do is stop using slave labor to, to mine it. What we need to do is create a true economy based on the new technology. It's that simple, right? E2247 says International Group of Students and Young Professionals to discuss and debate the critical existential threats facing humankind, including nuclear weapons, climate change and other emerging dangers. Paul Fleming says, please ignore the shark busking. Uh, all right, let's see what else I got here. Bruce says, first push is to get fossil fuel off the road. Maybe some leader with dollars will do uh, with low-cost nuclear what E. Musk is doing. Uh, what is E. Musk doing again? Because I don't see, I'll be f- honest with you. I don't see... Elon Musk, you know, Elon Musk is a great promoter of Elon Musk, but I am, I am yet to see what difference Elon Musk per se is making on any significant scale to the environment or anything else. The big companies, Ford, Plymouth, and uh, Ford, and all these other guys, Ford, General Motors, etc., when they decide to come into the market uh musk is toast and he knows it that's why he's dropping his prices like a rock there's nothing that musk knows or can do with his tesla that the engineers at general motors and all these other guys don't already know i remember when the the ford volt is it the ford volt or the general motors volt one of them i tested the volt at a uh, south by Southwest, and you know we got it up to 100 and something miles an hour. wasn't supposed to do it, but we did. This is long before Elon Musk was doing all this stuff as I recall, or had his, his good old hybrid out or anything. Well, he didn't have a hybrid. he was always all electric. Like, all right, uh, Bridge MCP is talking to E to. Uh, OK, Michael ran, Berta, conservative pushing individual responsibility for systemic problems is such a weak bait. Eric Hayes, you're hearing me. You are talking about issues bigger than any person's action. It takes societal change to fix. And what we have is that uh, we don't get critical thinking taught anymore. And when, when we have that, we get what Michael spoke about. Such a weak bait. All right. Vamos a continuar, por favor. Vamos a continuar, por favor. Mike, since I said, Eric Hayes, you're asking a whole lot there. The left wing doesn't do numbers or reality very well. Remember what I said about the mirror? All right, Mike Sissak, my dear brother. One, two, three, take down the mirror. All right, Kat Lidon, how are you doing? All good ideas, but we are end users. We can only use what is available. You're absolutely right, Lidon, and that's what Michael Rudnan is talking about. Uh, John Carter says Amazon is using electric vans in our neighborhood now for delivery, yeah. Daniel Ado says, demand destruction actually works, but Bud Light just got educated. Hmm. I'm lost, but it's okay. You know. Uh, John does very well. Uh, Let's see. Carl Cox says, Mike Cisak, you're wrong. It's right. We can do numbers in reality. Uh, Yeah, who can't do numbers in reality. All right. Is Bezos less evil now? No, he's, he's still evil. Bezos will always be evil. You know what I mean? Good things have come from evil before. Egberto, gas went up 25 cents a gallon. Summer, pricing and gouging. It's price gouging. I I spoke about that at KPFT yesterday. I really went on a rant yesterday. Uh, and I want us to all be ranting about it. Egberto, that's just the surface area required for the solar match their region's demand. It's less than 1% of LADS news. That's why I said 0.25%. I thought it looked, my, my eyeball eyeballing it looked like 0.25%. All right. Uh, Deborah Moyers is welcoming bridge. Let's see what else I need to read. I want to play a couple of videos before I go. I'm going to scroll down. I'm passing some of your comments that sort of uh, a little bit. All right, Mike Cisak says bridge MCP gas went up because Biden has given the middle finger to OPEC, so they have cut back a lot of oil production—a million barrels a day cut. You know, uh, you know, you see what Mike uh, Mike's what Mike Cisak just said It's partially true. So, but the converse is also true. He says bridge gas went up because uh, Biden gave OPEC the middle finger. So what do you? Uh, so you guys don't want Biden to be strong with OPEC. You want them to be subservient to OPEC, so that they wouldn't cut back production by a million barrels a day. See how the converse works. But here's the deal: you are actually saying that you want to be subservient to OPEC. The reality is, if we decided OPEC, we don't need OPEC oil. We make enough oil, more than enough oil for ourselves. We are energy independent. But the oil market is global, so we just throw the oil on the market, and that's why the prices go. We don't we don't take we could pass a law that says all oil had to be local if we wanted to and only excess can be exported. We could say that. We don't. So it's not about it's about it's about the oil market not really being free markets, it's not really being a capitalist system, it's really a cartel. Because when you purposefully hold back the delivery of something that you have, it's no longer a supply and demand issue. It's not it's no longer market forces. And you guys who like to talk about market forces should really be complaining when a company says, I am going to cut back on production so the prices rise. They do it with diamonds. They, like the bears do it with diamonds out of South Africa. Really, diamonds should not be close to the price that they are, but they control the market. In other words, they decide to not let the market work. Same with oil. Same with a lot of other things. There ain't no market. It's hard to tell you guys that, but maybe one day you will understand. John Cotter said, Elon is a carnival barker. His company has done much to push EVs forward, but he will not compete with GM, Ford, or VW. If if these guys wanted to be the leaders in electrical stuff, they would have been. There's nothing that Elon Musk brought that was new technology. All of that was invented by government dollars already. He just decided I'm gonna make a car before GM because GM is trying to hold off until it's done. The Chevy Volt—that's what it was. Thank you, Paul. All right. Uh, uh, Bruce says of, uh, of, if there's nothing he can do that big companies can, they why they didn't? Why didn't they do it? Because it, because they look at what big companies do, right? This all the time. Big companies let a lot of little companies take the risk and do things and see is there a market. And if there's a market, then they'll retool and do everything because their engineers have already developed the technology in their R&D departments. I remember working with with oil companies, right? I worked with Dresser. And there are a lot of things that we just got working. A bond tool is a good example. But the current bond tools were doing just fine. It would just be the next thing. So no, companies do that all the time. Big companies don't take risks. They let the little company risk and die. And if the little company happened to hit gold, then they buy that that company. A couple of people at that that little company may get rich. All the workers that built everything go to hell and GM says, okay, now we can retool and do what we already know how to do. I mean, it's that simple, man. All right, let's see what else we got here. Egberto, this one from Carl Cox needs to be read out in full. Mike Sisek, you're wrong. It's the right who can't do the numbers and reality example. Biden has more votes and wins the presidency over Trump. Right can't do arithmetic and think fascist Trump won. Well, you see, it's, not, it's, it's a bit deeper than that. They believe to, to, to make their numbers work, they believe there was fraud. You know, you can't, you know, they keep changing. They keep moving the goalposts. John Carter said, check out the new climate war by Michael E. Mann. If you want to learn how the right and fossil fuel companies are, have lied about climate change. All right. Uh, there are no more Chevy Volts as they are a disaster. Oh my God, do some research. Oh my God. They were primo, prime, early days. Anyway, you know, uh, you know all the problems we've had with guns over the last few, right? And you know what it turns out? My congressman, Dan Crenshaw, has the solution. He has the solution that's going to solve the problem about schools getting shut up and or innocent babies getting killed. And here is his solution.
2: Of two armed guards or police officers at every single school in America, you'd probably prevent these from here on out. Well,
1: you said that's the truth. You said that they're random. Uh, The, The one through line in these deaths is that they are shootings, therefore they are done by guns. And guns are the leading cause of death for children and teens in the US. So shouldn't helping save the lives of children be a top priority for you as a member of the House majority?
2: No, it absolutely should be, which is why I say I would look to the thing that would absolutely stop this, which is putting armed police officers at every school. I, I visit a lot of schools. I do I do talks at various schools. It's very rare uh, that I go into a school, especially the newer ones, and they don't have some kind of armed police presence there at all times. So that's a preventive measure that I know will, will stop this. And there was nothing like that in these last few mass shootings. There, there's no armed guards there. Um so the so answer is more guns. If I'm just looking for guns. actual solutions, that would be it.
1: So the answer is more guns. No, the
2: answer is armed guards. <laughs> no, the answer is armed guards, right? Armed guards, yes, more guns. The, the kind of guns that protect protect the president, that protect you all at CNN. Is it easy to get into your headquarters at CNN? Absolutely not. There's armed guards there. Yeah. There's single points of entry. I think we should look at our schools as a place that is precious uh, and, and have the same kind of security that your corporate offices do, that we do in Congress, you know, if we consider a place to be important where our children go to learn every day, it should have the same level of security as every other place, whether it's a, whether it's a shopping mall or a corporate office that's hard to get into. You're, you're not going to get rid of guns. And I'm not going to say that 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 people can no longer that law abiding citizens cannot defend themselves anymore and 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 exercise their Second Amendment rights and think that's going to stop mass violence. People will figure out other ways to commit mass violence once they've once they've unfortunately reached that point in their life. It's 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 tragic and it's sad and a lot of people we don't understand what's happening, what's inside their heads, and so we look to these other solutions that I think aren't viable.
1: There were supposed to be armed guards at. Uh, the schools in both Uvalde in your home state of Texas and Parkland. And that didn't help anything. Uh-
0: Again, she's, she, she nails him. All these other schools had armed guards that didn't help a damn thing. And <laughs> in, in fact, the one in Florida, the armed guard ran. Why? Because he was confronted by AR-15. In the case of Uvalde, they ran. Why? Because they were confronted by AR-15. We can, if we want to, take weapons of wars off and make them illegal. Yes, we can do that. There's nothing in the the Bill of Rights that says we need to allow people to own a bazooka. Under their contention, we could ask everybody to own a tank if they want to own a tank. The, The stupidity that comes out of the mouth of these guys and Michael Rudnick, exactly right. The stupidity that comes out of their mouth to protect an industry. It's simply astounding. It's simply astounding. So when you have a party that thinks like this, uh, Crenshaw is one, but there's another person. There is another representative who is even worse than Crenshaw because in effect he says, there's not a damn thing that can get done. Check this out
2: situation and we're not going to fix it. Criminals are going to be criminals. And my daddy fought in the Second World War, fought in the Pacific, fought the Japanese. And he told me, he said, buddy, he said, if somebody wants to take you out and doesn't mind losing their life, there's not a whole heck of a lot you can do about it. What should be done to protect people like your little girl from being safe at school? Well, we homeschool her. But, you know, that's our decision. Some people don't have that option. And frankly, some people don't need to do it. They don't have to. It um, just suited our needs much better.
0: Well, you know, if somebody wants to blow up our country, uh, they're going to do it anyway, so why have a military? Just let them blow us up, you know? I mean, it's all right. Why? I mean, if, if they want to hurt us, they're going to hurt. My God. And you know what's the worst part about this? So many right-wingers buy into the, in, in, into, the dupli- into the indoctrination that the, uh NRA and the and the manufacturers of guns have taught them to think. So now it's in their psyche and to them that sounds okay. To them that sounds like truth. But what we have to do is disregard them. We just have to make the place safer. Disregard the naysayers, disregards those whose minds have been indoctrinated. But let's save our people. Uh, let's see. Michael Ronin says this thought Dan Crenshaw is pushing is, is to turn schools into jails, armed guards. Single points of entry, exit, security clamp down. That's not a damn school. There are no places of learning. There are not places of learning. They, uh, the problem is that we have too many guns in the country and some of those guns get into the wrong people's hands. And Robert Davenport says, who is going to pay for this new multi-thousand number armed force in America? Tax and spend Republicans down? Look, it's funny. They want to spend all this money so that people can have weapons of war alistair waters welcome she says i want access to nuclear weapons it's my second amendment right damn it that's how silly they are for real my dear alistair and e2247 after two years of absence mike Prisoner hit anti-war military podcast returns thanks for letting us know bruce Pollard says lump the school students in with the bigger portion of gun deaths and solve it from there absolutely so can't disagree with that cat Lighton says and it anger and despair, hopelessness, and the feeling of angry victimhood. This has been pushed by media and the politics of political. Again, you're absolutely right. Oh, Egberto, thanks for making my point. No, I didn't make your point. You keep looking in a mirror. John Carter said, I keep asking Dan to get me an F-16. So far, no luck. Exactly, you get it. Mike Sisek, the problem is a mentally ill leftist. No, the problem is a mentally ill others. Peggy Lopez says, turning schools into jails will make the population uh, easier to control. Hey guys, if you are on our uh, YouTube right now and if you have the wherewithal, I ask you so kindly, hit that join button, become a part of our PDR Passe on YouTube. Help us continue doing what we're doing. We simply cannot do this without you. Alternatively, you can support us by supporting us on PayPal by going to politicsunright.com slash PayPal, politicsunright.com PayPal. Trust me, all this stuff that we're doing, we do it for you on the cheap. We do it for us on the cheap. Why? Because we have to have more of this, I'm working with a new person. Uh, we you know, it looks like I'm going to collaborate on the Spanish news channel that we're putting together. But we need your support for all these things that's doing good. We figure we're going to need some t- the, the Latino vote to er, to really uh, bring the Latino vote into the fold. So we're going to be working on that. We're trying hard. Politicsunright.com slash patron Patron is spelled P-A-T-R-E-O-N politicsandright.com slash patron please consider becoming a patron as well. Of course, on YouTube, if you don't, if you're not on YouTube, you can still become a member of YouTube by going to PoliticsDoneRight.com/slash/youtube. PoliticsDoneRight.com/slash/youtube. You can go to PoliticsDoneRight.com/slash/facebook to become a member on Facebook, or you can go to PoliticsDoneRight.com/slash/support. It has all the different forms in which you can support the program. I thank you so kindly for being here with Politics Done Right. We cannot do this without you. Thank you so kindly. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you guys know how I am going to end this baby. I am what? Out.